Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Flamingo Sundays podcast, the first of 2021, and who better to do it with than Australia's number oh, one man. real estate agent, my man. You know what it is. Absolutely. Thank you Mate, so much. It's for funny. Let's, before we jump in, I just did my new branding for the business yep. with Marty Fox, who we have as a mutual friend. Yep. And our branding is uh, it's meant to be around knowing everything, right? Go with Henderson, know it all. Yep. Josh Tesla, know what it is. You know what it is, <laughs> mate. We're meant to be in this room right now. 100%. Thanks for walking us into your office, mate. It's a beautiful fit out out here in, uh, it's called Quakers Bay now. Qua- Quakers Bay, mate. Those new chairs that we sit on, mate, it's, it's put the luxury into Quakers Hill. So, um, nah, mate. Quakers Hill, this is where my office is. Proud, out west, northwest. Uh, it's where we rock and roll, where we make the make the money, man. So, I love it. welcome. So, mate, we, I feel like we resonate uh, a lot together. You're a very um, authentic person. You know, it doesn't matter who you're in front of, I feel. You're, you're the same person regardless of you're in front of. It was talking about being in front of the founder of Ray White and you're yeah. in front of a normal bloke who you're selling a property for. So yeah, man. I love that about you and I think that's why a lot of people do resonate with you. Thanks, brother. Mate, let's let's go back to Josh as, as a kid. You know, now you're the number one agent in Australia making millions of dollars a year, but it wasn't always like that no. in reality. You know, no. you, you grew up in the Sutherland Shire I did. and you've made your way further west. Correct, mate. Definitely, um, no, I didn't even know where Quakers Hill was, to be honest. So yeah. I grew up in a family, uh, Wog family, Italian background, um, where my my sisters were super smart. They were the academic ones, always got good grades. I was the one chasing the girls. I was the one that never studied, maybe made uh, 50% on all my exams. <laughs> so I knew I wasn't gonna make any money being academic. But one yeah. thing I sort of, you know, was good at was more the selling aspect. Like my parents owned a furniture and mattress shop growing up. So I right. did the deliveries with my dad. I, I could literally sell you any piece of furniture in this room. Beds, mattresses, desks, tables, you name it. That's where I grew up. Right. And at the dinner table, we wouldn't speak about how was your day, it was how many sales did you make, did we break even today, etc. So for me, it was very, sales was in my blood, I always could speak to people, I'm not an introvert, I'm definitely an extrovert, yeah. so yeah man, uh, went to TAFE, oh, sorry, I went to university for about two weeks, did about two lectures, and then um, yeah, that didn't work out. She literally stood out the front and said, if you're looking to make money, um, it's not in sport management, and I was studying sport management, so I walked out halfway through, <laughs> and, and good night Irene, I was out, so so, um, yeah, mate, then started real estate. I was quite a chubby kid as well. So I thought to myself, I'll get fit. So I took six months off, got into the gym, nutrition, got fit, um, had a girlfriend at the time, and then, uh, yeah, and got into real estate. Did, and then after that, I didn't have the beard, was very skinny, and then I thought to myself, I was going for interviews, mate, every single day. And then no one was hiring me. Everyone right. wanted experience. Everyone thought, I'm not hiring this young kid. I remember vividly, I went to LJ Hooker, Bell, all these agencies, and no one gave me a go. And then mum one day applied for an agency over in Quakers Hill, and then fast forward five years, here we are, my own office, my own team of 10 um, animals. So, yeah, man, what a story. Mate. That is a fucking good story. So, as a kid, what were you like? You know, like yeah. at the moment, people look at you, and I'm sure there's a lot of people like myself that look up, like they look up to you. you know, yeah. You're inspiring to them, and you're only 25 years old. Appreciate so, um, what were you like as a kid? You know, like what was it like as a kid? kid? You got bullied at school. Yeah, kid that was you know really popular. At yeah, like, mate, that's a great question. Not yeah. many people have ever asked me that. Um, came from an area, the Sutherland Shire, where it was very Australianized. And mate, I kid, I consider myself an Australian. I yeah. was born here. My parents were born here. Where you know, fair-skinned, but definitely having an ethnic background. Like, everyone's lunches were sandwiches. And, mate, I, I'd have the pasta like in the Like the tub. wog boy brings out, mate, like, I'd, I'd, I'd have the wog boy, the mineral water. I'd, 
I'd have I'd have you know eggplant when people would have a roll up. Yeah. So mate, definitely yeah, got bullied heaps as a kid. I, a lot of my schoolmates that I'm friends with now obviously stuck through me through that time. It was more the Aussies versus the Wogs type of mentality. Yeah. It was sort of around that Cronulla riots time when okay. it sort of sort of got massive. It was on the TV and everyone sort of hated you just for your nationality. Also, as I mentioned before, I was a chubby kid, so like you're fat, you're this, you're that, and I suppose that probably built up um, a lot of um, how do you say character from a young age, yeah. like getting in fights all the time just because you're Italian or you're Lebanese or yeah. you know. For me, it was you know working my way out of situations where you'd literally be in, in a classroom with 50 people ready to start a fight with you. <laughs> yeah, you know how to talk your way out of situations. Very yeah. much like real estate. You got a buyer coming at you. You're at an auction and someone says something out of school. You got a vendor that's just going off. Definitely, you find a bit of a pathway to you know navigate through and stay calm. So yeah, yeah definitely. Um, what was I like as a kid? Uh, as I mentioned. Um, always liked I was always a little bit different like a story that I share with my boys the selling didn't just start because real estate was you know what I chose yeah I remember back in year seven or eight I sat down and you know my parents weren't very wealthy growing up they had a business that went bad they had a news agency and they lost everything investment properties our house we were renting I remember mum working like two three jobs dad doing the same never saw my parents and a lot of people don't know this I remember that literally there were some nights that we barely ate barely saw my parents so if you dial it back I used to think how can I make money so what I'd do I'd go down to the local Coles Woolworths and Franklin's and I'd buy chewing gum and Franklin's. I'd go to fucking Franklin's mate <laughs> and I'd go down and I'd buy chewing gum and I'll never forget I used to buy like the juicy fruit packets for 10 bucks and then I'd go to school and I'd sell it for oh, double get fucked, mate. and I'd sell it for double mate and so I had it, it got to a point where I had a book inside of my blazer like this and I, had, I used to take orders because you couldn't get chewing gum at a Catholic school and then oh, all right. of us all of a sudden mate every single announcement, you know, banning on gum, mate, you're going to get a detention for gum. Everyone's in detention because everyone wants what's prohibited. You know, you tell someone not to do it, they're going to do it. Yeah. Mate, I was selling, it got to the point where I was selling like, they bring out like the 50 capsules of extra. I had one stupid guy, mate, dead set. He, he would order three a week and that was like double markup for me. So it got to the stage, Friday sport was every single Friday. I'd be on the bus, mate, counting. I was making, I was making probably 300 bucks a week of chewing gum. Then I got suspended. You know, <laughs> I found out. But for me, and then I sold gum, and then I sold key rings, and then I sold at one point cigarettes at one mate, point. I literally just gonna yeah, say, mate. So I used to work at a takeaway shop. Yeah. I grew up out west as well. Yeah. And obviously, as a kid, you can't buy cigarettes. You can't. When you work at a takeaway oh, shop, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So I used to get the 50 packs of Wingfield Blue, yeah. take them to school and sell for a dollar a pot. Oh. And then one day a couple of lads robbed me and took all my money. Oh, so, mate. So, mate, the, the Winnie, I never did that again. Mate, the Winnie Blues, the menthols, the, the, the mate, they were my best sellers. I'll never forget. So for me, it was selling. I could sell gum. I could sell tables. I could sell mattresses. I could sell pencils. I could sell real estate. For me, it was just, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I've always done. The same skill set was there. It was just more refining what I had to, had to do. So yeah, man, it's, uh, that mate, was that's me when I was young. I think that's what you just mentioned there, which, you know, a lot of people see, not just you, but anyone from social media and go, fuck yeah. you know, like he's, he's the man. And they feel like you're probably out of reach from them, right? They feel like, you know, they, they look at you as an anomaly. When in reality, we're all human beings. Oh, very similar. We've all, we've all got a story. And exactly. I, we yeah. all start somewhere, man. And then I think, you know, the driver for when you just said, you know, your parents went bad, they lost a lot yep. of money, yep. and life was tough. And yes. that was probably a big driver for you now, yep. where you're like, I never want to go back to that. No, you know? like, ne ne never at all. And I think I want to make my parents proud as well. Yeah. Because I look at my dad and I look at my mum, and now mum works within my business, which I get to see her more, moved out of home like last year. So for me, I get to see her. Um, 
mum gets to see what we've created as well. And I always say to mum, she goes, you know, it's your business. And I said, no, mum, it's our business. Yeah. I said, it's Ray White Quaker Salt, the Tesselin Group. And I, <laughs> I said, that's my last name and that's your last name. Yeah. And I said, we work together. So I think, you know, culture's a big thing. And um, yeah, I, I don't want to get to a stage. I want to obviously, there's one day where, you know, I won't be selling real estate. I don't know when that will be, hopefully a long time. But obviously I want to set up a life. I want to have, you know, everyone, everyone gets, you know, ticked by different things. Like people, educations, you know, their driver, you know, money, jewelry, cars, I want it all. Yeah. So for me, you know, having watches and suits there, they're the reward for working hard. You know, houses, property, a team, an office, um, that's what that's what gets me going and yeah. going to the next step. A big thing for me as well, and we touched on it off camera, age. No one at 25 years of age has done these numbers. No one owns an office. No one's got a team. I feel, mum always says to me, oh, you know, you're so young for what you've done, but you've probably got the experience. Like last year, I sold 192 properties. People don't sell that in five years. Yeah. So I've sold so People much. People don't sell that time in 10 years, in right? 10 20 years. properties a year still. 100%. Yeah. So for me, it's I've done so much accelerated learning in that period of time. I feel like I'm, I'm so much older than I am sometimes. And then sometimes, you know, you rein it back and think, 25, this is pretty good. 100%. Like, I think, you know, the majority your podcast you're on a really real estate base but yeah. I think people want to know you know they do they want to know me man behind exactly. the suit and all, all the all the stuff so what's it like you know you're 25 years 25. old 25 as a 25 year old let's just say on average probably making 80 grand a year yeah well, that's a normal 25 yeah. 80 yep. to 100 grand a year you make yep. 120 it's, it's pretty incredible yep. you know you make millions of dollars a year which is like it's a big thing so yeah. let's not talk about what it can buy you like what like going from maybe being an assistant making 50 grand a year to yep. seeing hundreds of thousands of million dollars going into an account yeah People wonder what that's like and wonder the feeling and wonder how it like, you know, makes, yeah. how it changes things. So what's it been like for you to go through that transition and now, yeah. it's not like you have to get up and work every day, you know? Like, yeah, look, a lot of people assume once you get to a certain uh, place in your life money-wise, and mate, if you're a real estate agent that you're half good, and let's be honest, 90 or 95% of our industry is on basic wages. Yeah. It's the 5% that excel, it's the 5% that are making good money, and it's the 5% that if you're working hard, deserve it. So what's it like? Um, I, I'm a person that, like during the week, I sold six houses already this week. But I'll look at six and think, could have done seven. And I'm always someone that I'm never content with things. And I think when you get content, that's when people will overlap you. That's when people will say, you know what? That Josh has probably taken a holiday for two weeks. That's where I'll swoop in and get two listings, two boards, and bang, you know, they start to get a bit of traction. I never want to let go of what I've got. Yeah. And I remember vividly, this was years ago, an old principle of mine, which, you know, we never got along, we'll never get along in future. It was... Mate, I had my first good month, and he goes, you're just the flavor of the month. He goes, it's going to pass. And it stuck with me, and it still does today. That's what your principal said. That's, that's what a principal He goes, you're just the flavor of the month, mate. It's going to pass. And I remember that stuck with me, and I thought to myself, I never want to be the agent that was the one-hit wonder, one number one in Australia just once. Mate, you know, at the end of the day, you know, had a good month just once. I want to consistently have good months. I remember my, my worst month last year, I only sold eight, or six houses in one month. But my best month, I sold 32. So I look at that and think to myself, okay, I want to consistently get better. Uh, of course, there's more freedom in life. Like, yes, you know, I can buy, you know, whatever car I want, whatever watch I want and all that. But at the end of the day, take the watches away, take the cars away. I work hard. Yeah. I'm there every day. I might not be the first person in the office every day because I enjoy sleeping in as we had a bit of a giggle over. But I'm the last one here. Yeah. I'm always turning the lights off. If it's a deal to be done, an offer to be done, I'll purposely stay back. Today, haven't had breakfast, haven't had lunch. 
For me, I'm running on adrenaline. What time is it now? Oh, what, what time is it, mate? We're four o'clock. Four, four, I have eaten. Yeah. Not, I had one yeah. coffee. I had some grapes. Sorry, in there and in a water all day. But for me, it's the chase of the deal. Tonight, I got five open homes. I know I'll sell three of them. I'm negotiating on two more, waiting on a contract to come in, and I'm chasing ten more listings next week. Yeah. So for me, the chase never stops. And while I'm young, while I don't have kids, I don't have commitments. Yes, I've got mortgages and all that stuff, but I'm relatively laser beam focused cannot describe wake up every morning with one goal and that's to be the best agent in in the country as well as the best leader and I want to evolve and it's fascinating though because you know a lot of people who are in a normal job or work yeah. normal hours they go fuck if only I can have that money so I never have to work again you know and that's what people think when and people I think are, look at people with money or making a lot of money and go, what the fuck does he get up and work yeah. every day? Or, you know, when someone with a lot of money wants to help someone and not yep. necessarily get remunerated for it, Correct. do it out of their kind heart, they go, yeah. well, I'll be so good. You know, he's made so much money. Why is he helping? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's fascinating. And, and something your Absolutely. girlfriend said when we were chatting out the front, which I yep. found was, was awesome. She's like, you know, I've known you for six years. When she known you six years ago, you yeah. were the first Had now. nothing. And you're the same person. Same. Which is incredible. Where a lot of people are not like that. They make the money, the ego comes Yeah. Back. You know, people they will talk to five years ago no longer talk to them now. That's how much Josh Jessen just he just let two listings go doing this podcast. <laughs> Call you later. <laughs> um, mate, I, I honestly, I think it's unreal and I think that's why people love you. It's because like, you're the, you, they feel like they can come up to you on the street yeah, and say man. hello and, and you're not going to you know, snob your nose up on it. No, no not at all. I, I think for me, um, six years ago, I was I used to come home and I used to tell mum, I said, mum, I'm going to be the best estate agent in the country. She goes, how are you going to do that? And I said, I'm going to be me. I said, I'm going to be different. I said, I'm going to stand out. I said, I'm going to do things that no one, I'm going to do numbers no one's ever done to be noticed. But I said, I'm going to get good results. I'm going to have, you know, vendors that are happy and people that are going to speak about the Josh Teslin experience. Now, as we said, mate, you know, there's catchphrases in there, you know what it is. And, and there's, you know, they doubted me and, you know, what can they say now and all that type of stuff, which we all, you know, get a buzz out it's of. That's marketing. That's marketing. It's good. It's something to talk about. Everything's, everything's marketing at the end of the day. But I suppose I've always, my parents worked hard. I've got the same work work ethic as them um, and as I said maybe being a bit luckier you know everything happens for a reason but I've stuck at it uh, if anyone at night people might scroll Facebook before bed I'm scrolling realestate.com my knowledge of the area I could tell you every single I could probably tell you I reckon about 60% of the vendors in Quakers Hill I've got their details I know their first last name and their kids and probably the dog because that's just me yeah. I've always had a memory where I can memorize and I can um, infatuate myself that I'll remember it so and people love that like there's nothing better someone walks in and you say hey you know good to see you you know Glenda good to see you John and people are just wowed by that it's the instant connection yeah. so for me, it's, you know, the hard work will always be there and, you know, people, I never forget my first year in real estate, I wrote 1.17 and then I wrote 2.2 and then I wrote 4 and then here we are now. So for me, I want to do numbers that people thought it couldn't happen because it can. I'm a regular kid. I do regular things. You know, I watch TV once a week. Um, you know, I play FIFA every now and again. I've still got friends. I go out for dinner, but I'm just like me and you. And you grew up in a normal area with no civil service. I grew up in, a, you know, in an area where it was extremely racist. It was extremely, um, got bullied a lot um, and that built character so I suppose it's not how you come out of it it's it's you know who you become from it and then again you know if you were to say to someone three years ago I'm going to yep. four million dollars in an area of the average sale price in reality there's people selling an average sale price of three million dollars and, and doing you know a third or a quarter yeah. of numbers and still working as hard which is like I, I love that man it's sick oh man and that's one of the big things for me a lot of people um, associate higher priced areas you're a better agent if you sell there but I'm selling more properties than they are my 
total volume of sales is more than they are, over $150 million worth, and I'm making more money than they are. So the skills in different areas, there's definitely different skill sets, but at the end of the day, I want to show people that in an average area, you can be someone that you can be noticed, and you yeah. can be someone where I'm just like an everyday person, and we're making the same money, if not more. And the person who sells in the expensive area is looking at you going, can you oh. train the team, or can you oh. Absolutely, absolutely, and I'm always happy to share knowledge with people. And yeah. um, people say, you know, oh, what do you do differently? Is it social media? Is it, you know, do you speak differently? Is it how you close? Is it your energy levels? At the end of the day, I'm just me. This is who I am. I do a lot of things in combination. I always say to the team, we do it all. We don't just do one thing. We do it all. Yeah. Letterbox drops, signboards, stickers, socials, community. You name it, we do it. But at the end of the day, it all it's underpinned by hard work. Seven days, I'm never off, I'm always here. If I'm not here, it's there's something seriously wrong. I'll be working from my bed. I was sick as a dog. Not many, not many people know this. Just for when when the holidays came for real estate, where you know solicitors closed and banks closed, as soon as it happened, sick as a dog. Mate, it's like the world just, mate, I was in bed, I had body aches, felt sick, headache every day, migraines, I never get them ever, and I just couldn't move out of bed, and I was still working. And then I, it was funny, I, I got better the day I got back to work. Straight away. As like soon when it, people finish working, you know, like they retire oh, and they die a year later. Oh, mate, <laughs> mate, I'll tell you, it was terrible. That, that feeling was just disgusting. And now I'm back, I feel good. Sold 19 individually, the team sold 26, which is great. Um, it's my first full year at Ray White as well. So I want to show people what, a, what a, the first proper year in a company, the biggest brand in Australia, um, what I can do on yeah. the big stage against all the big boys. That's it. What's, uh, let's talk about, we just touched on marketing. Yeah. You know, marketing in real estate. Yeah. Usually is let's do a DL card. Yeah, you know let's put a sold sticker up. Correct. That's about as far as it usually goes. Yeah, I see a couple of real estate agents do a, you know an occasional Facebook video once every six yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what's what's your take on marketing and yeah. the, I guess um, where have you got your inspiration from from marketing? You yeah, know, have, you, have you done courses? Do you listen to podcasts? Like, where's it come from? No, nowhere. Um, don't really listen to podcasts. I probably should. There's lots of gold out there. Sometimes it's a time thing for me. Yeah. Um, I sort of got it from a little bit of everyone. Like I remember I saw someone do a weekly wrap-up video once and I saw Tom doing the weekly wrap-up and I thought why don't I create my own weekly wrap-up I get 25,000 views a week now on that boosted so the weekly wrap-up for me is big I'm massive on as I mentioned before I do everything like for marketing how many buses are out there 52 buses <laughs> 62 buses sorry got 62 buses um, and, and imagine like imagine if you're in my core area you're an owner You've thought of selling every now and again. You're getting a drop every day. Seven days a week, a new drop in your letterbox. You see me on every main road. And do you drop every single house that you sell? Absolutely. So you sold 19 houses? Mate, 19 houses get 10,000 letterbox drops per property. So there's 190,000 just for those. Listed, sold, review, sold by photo, and then we go to community photo, and then we go again because it's not stopping. So we do it all. As I said, we're, we're doing buses, we're doing letterbox drops, we're doing realestate.com. I mentioned to you, I bought over 30 suburbs on realestate.com. So if you log on, in every single suburb, Quakers Hill, Marion, Acacia Gardens, Blacktown, surrounding, it's Ray White. You can't escape it. And then if you look to sell and then you call me up, whether you like me or you don't, or you watch my socials or you don't, you're going to call me in. And if I'm in the door and we have a good connection, which I establish, I show value in the sales that I've made, the buyers that I've got, and you just feel comfortable, you're going to sign with me to sell your and house. And the energy, right? And the energy, man. Well, what do you think about the energy? Is it, is it invigorating? 
<laughs> energy, man. As I said, and a lot of people say, oh, you're on drugs. Never touched drugs in my life. Not one drug in my whole life. Don't have Red Bulls. I have coffee one a day, maybe two at night. How often do you drink? Like, do you... Alcohol? Yeah. Off alcohol now. Do you want a year sober? Year sober. Me too. There you go, man. Year sober. Started January 1. Awesome. So, yeah, it's, it's more... I was, I've never been a heavy drinker. Maybe, maybe I'll go out and have... Maybe, I used to have a white wine. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a beer with Dad once a week. Um, some people use alcohol to get through. For me, it just hasn't been an outlet. Never has. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, as I said, it's just... This is who I am. This is what I do. Um, I want the world to see, um, not just in Australia, New Zealand, internationally, that, you know, a young guy, 25 years of age, sub-30, can write big numbers, can do it in an average area, and can be the best in his field. And inspiring to the majority. And inspire people. Yeah. Mate, I love doing stuff like this. I'm all about this. Showing people, you know, and explaining my story, you know, making it feel more humanised, because some people think it's just robotic. You know, he's in, he's out, he lists, he sells, he's on, he's off, you know, whatever, social media posts, all this jizz, and, and gizmo. For me, it's more, I'm human, just like everyone else. Yeah. I just work hard. I have a good process. I've got a great team. I've got great support in my family, my friends too. Um, and we all have a common goal. Everyone in my life knows that I want to be the best agent in the country. That's how I've wired my brain, and, and that's where all my focus and every bit of energy I've got goes into that. Right. Mate. Incredible. Let's talk about. Um, we spoke about it briefly outside about you know yeah. over the past twelve months. You've been yeah. turmoil in your life. Yeah. It's probably not going into the detail because it doesn't yeah. really matter. But I think what, what, now. what does matter is what you learn from that. Yeah. Right? You come into the industry as a kid, yep. essentially. You know, probably agree to some things that if you were to go back now, you probably wouldn't agree to. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. What have you learned through that and I guess taking it forward? Like if someone's going through some shit now, yeah. whether it be through their personal life, business yeah. life, whatever it may be, like, yeah. how do you go, it, it doesn't matter, let's take the learning from this and then move on to bigger yeah. things? Yeah, look, it gets better. You know, personal experience, mate. I had all my listings taken off me. I had my mobile phone. I had my mobile number. I was left on the street. Um, basically, you're out. Where do you go from here? And I have mortgages, I have a life, I have, you know, things that I wanna I wanted to build and grow and it just sort of just go boom, taken in an instant. My phone was ringing with five sellers a day to zero. So that was my personal experience last year, but it gets better. At the end of the day, if you would have said to me, you've got to go through a couple of weeks of bullshit, but you'll have six months and the rest of your life no one tells you what to do with a team, with a good culture, with people that love and surround yourself, you know, that you love is with you in your business and now you meet cool people that are different and you're a part of a network where it's like a family and you say, I had to go through two weeks to get that. Mate, I would have done it a million times over. You wouldn't have known it was two weeks, right? Like, Correct. What happened at the time? Oh, when it happened, it felt, like two, felt like two years. And you, you probably thought there was a party in your, in your head. Felt like, felt like two years. Felt like the yeah. world was coming to an end, to be honest. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you've got two choices. It's like what happened during COVID. You know, you can either lock the door and you can either, you know, brush your problems under the carpet and hope they go away, or you can actually sit down and say, okay, what am I going to do? What's the plan? I'm always a plan. I wake up every day, my boys get a message. This is what you've got to do today. This, 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 and this, and this, and report to me at the end of the day if it's done. Every single day, my boys get it, my admin gets it, my girlfriend, we get she does one for me. I'm all about lists. Yeah. And I'll write down that list 50 times just so I memorize the list. I've got to do this, got to do this. One list isn't sufficient, I'll literally repeat it. It's like learning your times tables. Every day, the list is the same. I write it down every single day. So going through that tough period, I wrote down a list. I remember I envisioned, I sat there in bed and I had some quiet time for the first time in my life. And then, or the first time in the last well, seven years, and I said to myself, okay, 
where do I want to be? And I wrote down, and I found it the other day in one of my, my glove box, my, uh, my old car that I pulled out. It had in there, I want to own my own business. You don't want to have bullshit. You want to have a good brand. You want to do 100 sales whilst you're at Ray White, which I've done, and you want to be the number one agent in the Ray White network. And every single goal I'm on track to do, if I haven't already done it already. So form a goal outside of that. Um, surround yourself with the right people. I remember, you know, shout out to Adrian Bowe, shout out to people like Emil Urasic, shout out to people like Tom Panos, shout out to the White family, Andrew McCulloch, Tim Snell. All of those people um, helped me because they were older, they had experience, and they'd gone through something similar too. And I welcome anyone who's going through, you know, leaving a business, being sacked from a business, someone who's going through something in their personal life. Probably one of the most hard-hitting messages I received on Instagram, I read all my DMs, someone wrote me a message and said, hey man, I've just broken up with my missus, and it's killed me. I can't focus, I don't know what to do at work, you know, my head's just, you know, like scrambled eggs. And I said to him, I went through the same thing. Not many people know this as well. In 2016, started seeing a girl. 2017, dumped me. She wanted to be single, just wasn't the right time in her life. And I remember I was heartbroken. I left the office I was at, left. I remember I said to myself, I came home and I said, mom, can't concentrate, can't go into work. This doesn't feel right. Like she'd been into the office. I had too many memories and I was just heartbroken to shit. 21 years of age, 20 years of age. And then mum said to me, Josh, she goes, you can't live your life not eating, you're losing weight, you look terrible. She goes, I've drained your account, I hope you don't mind. <laughs> I, go, I go, what do you mean? And she goes, I've taken every bit of money you've got in your account, it was maybe like six grand. And she goes, I've taken it and I've booked you a two month holiday in Greece. You're going on a Kentucky tour, you're going to Greece, and you're gonna forget about this girl. Mate, Kentucky tour. 92 days it took. <laughs> mate, mate, 90, 90 people. 20 guys, 70 single girls, all sub 25, which was my age. Time of my life, Eos, Mykonos, Santorini, you name it, mate, Paradise Beach, became a new man. Came back and got those buckets, the slushy buckets. Oh, mate, we we had all the slushy buckets. We had absolutely everything. And I remember I said to myself, you know, what am I going to do now? And then um, I came back into that same office, built traction, um, and then, mate, bang, the world was was different. Yeah, I think everyone's been through that, right? You literally feel like your life's completely off oh, track, never gonna be never mate, gonna find anyone as good and mate, absolutely, and that's that's what changes you. You know, you grow through adversity, and if you don't go through adversity, you're not learning. Yeah. I know there's plenty of adversity to come. I welcome it, it's not gonna be great at the time, but at the end of the day, mate, a band-aid's there and you rip it off and mate the sword gets better. So that's just life at the end of the day. Hundred percent. Which is good. Two things. Yes. The, the list you spoke about every day. You yep. get up and do the list. What's the yep. list consistent? The list. Okay. The boys, communications, everything. Speaking to the buyers, speaking to potential vendors, speaking to as well vendors who are going to list potentials. That's the big one for us. If the boys aren't speaking every day and filling their pipeline with more sellers, then something's wrong. Because literally, you can have food on the table today and you can have no food tomorrow. And what we do in one month is going to translate literally to three months. So it's priority that they speak to people. Um, list for myself is more like create new letterbox drops, speak to this vendor, get a reduction on this property, get marketing for this property, we get all upfront marketing. Think of something different. Sponsor a new school. Every single month we're thinking of a new initiative and it's basically just broken into mini tasks then. So the boys then say, okay, so I'm gonna hit this street, this street, this street, I'm gonna say this piece of dialogue, I'm gonna get their number, I'm gonna text them in two weeks this and invite them to the open home on Saturday. It's always a different plan. People are in, when you're in contact with people, frequency builds trust.
And the more people trust you, the more people list with you. The more people list with you, the more people sell, the more reviews you get, happy clients, neighbors, signboards, letterbox drop, and boom, you're everywhere. Yeah. And that's the thing for my boys. I don't want my boys just to work under me and you know make me look great. At the end of the day, they're paving their own database for themselves. That database in five years when they're agents is theirs. That's their database. Taylor's got his own, Mark's got his own, Panal, Alex, Luke, Nathan, all of them together want to become sales agents. But you've got to go through the process. I went through the door knocking. I went through the letterbox drops. I went through all, you know, I never tell my staff something that I wouldn't or haven't done. And I've done it. I'm I just love not, that. I'm not practicing what you preach, isn't hey, it? Right? I've done it all. And like they say to me, oh, you're, you know, you've got the name now, but there was a time I didn't have the name. Oh, your signboards are everywhere, but there was a time when I had all my listings taken off me and I had no brand and I had no mobile number and no one was calling me. I said, what happened then? I was just like you. So at the end of the day, there's no excuses with me. If you work hard, if you do something different, okay, you can't door knock because of COVID, you have to wear a mask, fair enough, you make cold calls. You're not making cold calls, you hit social media. You do more videos, you boost more posts, you go through the Google network, hit rate my agent. There's always something different. It's the people that fail at one thing, think everything fails. But if you do 20 things, let's say 10 work, you've got 10, it's like you go fishing, put one line out to fish, you're gonna get one fish, you've got 10 rods, better chance you're gonna have more fish. Yeah, yeah. And more like fish that. is more listings. And more listings, the the, the, the key goal- There's more fish on the plate. There's more fish, mate, <laughs> and we love fish. So at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's crucial that listing is priority. And I don't just list anything, list shit. Mate, I list motivated, and I don't list everything. Like, as I said, I'll go into appointments and sometimes we won't get along. Sometimes it's a different demographic. Sometimes they're overpriced and I just don't think it will sell. And I'll literally be upfront and say, look, I'm probably not the right agent for you. But the people I wanna work with, love me. We work together, we work hard, we're in it, mate. We, we call it war in the office. We go to war every single day and we go again every single day. Because real estate, it's simple to a degree, but also difficult. Finding a buyer for the right house, different situations, death, divorce, upsize, downsize. Real estate's crazy. So, and the um, market changing constantly, right? That market changes, and that's the thing. I'm most proud of last year doing 192 sales. We had COVID, we had you know no open homes, we were up, we were down, we were everything. Selling the most houses in the whole of Sydney individually you know, with two assistants, but they're still my sales, not claiming other agents, mate, that's, for me, that was a massive achievement. This year, I want to hit over 200. That's a big goal for me. Um, we'll get there. Yeah, 100%. All right, there's, yeah. some, there's, some, there's some messages Freedom. come through on, Let's the, go, uh, man. on the Instagram. The first one the was brand. new agent. Boom, it's January the 14th yep. today, whatever it is. It is. It is. You just started in real estate. I've just started. Josh Tesla. Josh no one Tesla. knows who you are. No you come one. from the Sutherland Shire. Correct. How do you get started? What do you I do? Grab on, I go on social media straight away, and I start to become the knowledge agent in that suburb. Right, so sharing what, what sort of content? I'd be sharing what's happening in the market. I'd say right now, I would use other agents' results and say, look, we've, there's been 10 sales this week in Quakers Hill. Um, right now, we had a record on this street. We had a three-bedroom home sell for this. Um, if you're looking at selling, definitely give us a call. And then your first video will get 10 views. Your second video might get 20, then 30. I'd invest. When I first started, I was investing 50 to 60% of what I was making. I was making, mate, maybe 800 bucks a week. 400 bucks, bang, straight back into myself. Letterbox drops, I was doing videos, sold stickers, anywhere where people could see me. I went around to all the cafes, all the gyms, dropped my cards, just so people were like, Josh Teslin's here, Josh Teslin's here, Josh Teslin's here. First listing happened, and then boom, 50 happened. And then you just leverage off the back of it. Leverage. Right. Um, what do you, what's your text messaging system? My text messaging system now. That's off Cameron Hooper. Cameron Hooper, mate, hope you're doing well. 
What I, what I do with my text message system, my, my, all my boys, we text our potential vendors every day. If you're coming on the market within a one to six month period, you'll get a piece of content. Now in that period of time, what it will say, as soon as we list a property, hey guys, just listed a property on you know uh, Farnham Road, I thought you'd be interested, I'm gonna send you the photos in a couple of days when it comes back. Hey guys, we just had a midweek open home, 62 groups came through, one person bought it, and 61 are still looking. Thought you'd be interested. Next text. And is this all manual? Manual. Yeah. Mate, like a manual car. We're going through the gear. <laughs> it, feel, mate, it, feel, it feels even better when someone calls you. Panal had one today. He goes, hey, Panal, looking at selling. Um, this is my address. When can you come around? He came to me, mate, like he just, you know, won 100,000 bucks on a scratchy. He was just, mate, his mind was blown. And I said, imagine your database over six years. If you're keeping in contact every single day, the, the world and people notice and they will call you. Because it's the people who keep in contact that get business and no one keeps in contact more than my team. And even if you're not getting replies off these people? Mate, you should say, I wish I had my, my, one of my assistants has my phone now, it's off the hook. But if I could show you some of the, mate, I've gone through probably, I think the record's like 650 texts with no reply. And then finally, I'm selling. And then bang, it's on because they've had 650 pieces of content because it takes maybe five to 10 touch points before you become noticed and we're just on steroids, literally like every single piece of sale, review, uh, testimonial, mobile number, sponsored this, come, come to this, we're having a barbecue here, everyone gets noti notified and, and um, yeah, contacted. Uh, mate, fuck that's gold. Yeah. Favorite one-liner to book a face-to-face -face meeting? Favorite one-liner to book a face-to-face -face meeting? If the price was right, would you sell? Yep. Okay. When can I see your home? Simple. If the price, <laughs> if the price was right, would you sell? Yeah, maybe. Okay. When can I see your house? Tuesday. Beautiful. Done. Mate, how did you get into sales and how was your first year? We sort of touched on that. <laughs> yeah. How did I get into it? Randomly just applied on Seek. Um, how was my first year? Great. Sold 71 houses, 1.71 million in a shit office with shit culture and shit people. <laughs> How does it feel to be the youngest Ray White principal? Unreal, unreal, love it. Tag, I love. Imagine opening up your own office at 25. Uh, people open offices at 30 and that's an achievement. You know, 25 is just extraordinary. We tend um, staff. Twin staff now, man, it's unreal. So love it, I don't take it for granted. Every day I earn it, every day I wanna show my team what I can do and make them proud. So different motivation now. Closing tips. Closing tips, are you happy for me to be your agent? A good one and i'll smile or sometimes <laughs> or sometimes mate i'll pull out the pen and i'll go okay right now are you happy with everything that we've covered yes beautiful are you happy for me to be your agent and i'll have the pen there and they're, they're looking awkwardly so till they take like, the pen bang straight away that's what, probably my favorite what, what about when you're trying to you know the, the vendor wants 750 you yep. come with them offer oh, 730 they yep. said don't come to me with anything under yep. 750 you okay. know 730 is the top dollar yep i'll sit down with them and i'll read them out the feedback from the market i'll say look this is 30 pieces of feedback if you've got 20 minutes i've got to read them thoroughly likes dislikes you know how long it's been on the market what they feel it's worth that's a big thing i'll show them the stats real estate domain real estate's had you know five thousand views domains had 1500 i'll say to them you've had 6500 views combined but you've only had 10 people through your house in two weeks and i'll say wow that's huge numbers and i'll say marketing's not the issue i'll then go through the offers all offers always that's submit. awesome so it sounds like as you're going through it you're not leaving any door open for them to go hey but you haven't done this no you haven't done this nothing there's your marketing i'll say we spoke every day i'll say to them here's your offers no offer is too silly to submit 600 650 550 i'll say that's a joke still an offer 
and that's what they feel your home is worth. And you've got to consider that when you're, you're thinking take an offer. And I'll say to them, okay, where are you going? Okay, we're going you know, here in two months time. Okay, no worries. This was, if you were to sell for less and buy for less, it's the same thing. Yes, it is. And then I'll say, okay, right now, the maximum you'll get for your home after literally six weeks is 730,000. They'll look at each other and think, wow, that's pretty good and sign it. I love that. So you literally leave no door open Nothing. for them. We can take that into our business, right? Of course. Like, yeah. You leave no door open. If a vendor is looking to take an offer, at the end of the day, if you bring the best offer, they move forward. I'll turn this off for you. <laughs> Fucking what the happened? Gulf, the golf's just what turned the, on. What the fuck happened there? I thought you turned it on. That's fucking weird. We uh, was it a black? Yeah. Let, let me turn this off. Give me a sec. Sophie! Soph! Is that off? <laughs> Fuck, the TV just randomly turned on. What the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah, the internet's gone off. What happened? Yeah, I don't know. We got a little blackout. Okay, that's cool. We're All right, mate. Surge. Have that there, that's weird. All right, let's go again. That was good. Um, and then the last one. Yep. You'll be able to edit that in, hey? Mm -hmm. Good man. Uh, we send it sales, send it to me. Effective nego. Oh, there we go. So, Josh, now let's move away from being a real estate agent. Yes. You're a buyer in the marketplace. Yes. You're out there looking for a property. Yes. 10 properties on the market. Yep. 700 buyers out there, 70 property, 70 buyers at each property. Yeah. You're a buyer. How do you negotiate as a buyer? How do you become the number one buyer that yep. that agent wants to deal with and that agent yep. actually wants to sell yep. to? What I would do, and I think about it, if an agent, sorry, if a buyer comes to me and they say in my face, Josh, tell me what I have to do to buy the house. I really want it. And I see the want in their eyes and they say, I tick every box, Josh. Pre-approval, money in the bank. I'll sign the contract today. Literally go unconditional as soon as finance comes in the cool off. Tell me what I need to do to pay it. That buyer would always have preference over someone that says, I want to look at the contract. I want to get a Peston building. You know, I want to show mom or dad tomorrow or maybe next Sunday. If someone wants to sign there and then, they're the ones that are going to get business. And they're the ones that I'm going to literally, in, in the scheme of things, if they're the outstanding buyer that's ready to purchase, they're getting business. They're the ones that are going to buy the house, sorry. Right, yeah. and then uh, you're, as an agent, yep. you feel they've come to you, they've yeah. done all, they've ticked all the boxes, yep. they're being truthful with you saying, I want the fucking property, they're not playing yeah. games, going, oh mate, not sure, you know. Oh mate, if they're literally saying, Josh, this is the house, we like it, tell us what we need to do to buy the home, they're the ones that are going to get, well, not preference, I'll still give everyone an opportunity, but at the end of the day, if they're dead set, fair income at my office with a pre-approval, let's do a deal, they're going to obviously be in front of someone that's maybe arming, arming and farting around. Yeah, so in yeah. essence, if you love a property, don't, you know, don't wait around. Nah, no way, no way, mate. No way. And being obviously pre-approved is, is an Pre-approval, pre-approval is massive. Do you have any unconditional offers out here? Nah. No, nah, really? all cool off. Yeah, right. Money comes from overseas, comes from purchases, etc., etc. So yeah. definitely um, a buyer which comes qualified, a buyer which comes serious, and someone that wants to negotiate, not someone that's going to offer you. If you're a buyer, the worst thing to piss off an agent is making an offer that's, and they try and justify it with every negative. I hate this, this, and this, and it needs to be painted, and I hate it, and I won't pay more than this. Well, then, mate, there's someone that wants to pay it. At the end of the day, it's a good home. It's someone's family home. Don't go talking the negatives to negotiate. Talk about your best offer. Talk about the maximum you can put towards this property. 
please don't use an online valuation. That's another thing as well. Yeah. Someone who looks at domain.com and says it's worth 650 and then it sells for 1.2 million. They're so inaccurate. They're the ones that piss off agents the most. Oh, I had an online valuation. Can't be more inaccurate. That's not an online valuation. That's a price robot predictor that's just spat out a number. <laughs> when you get a valuer in the home who physically looks at the house, then you can tell me you had a valuer. That's just a robot and that's not something to go off. It's very misleading. So don't go with an online valuation. Go serious. Go with your pre-approval and have the intention to do the deal on the day. Because if the price is right, the agent and the owner want to do a deal and that's what's going to get it together. Up reason, right? Absolutely. Mate, this has been fucking golden. Um, what's something you want to talk about that we haven't spoken about? Is there anything on your mind? Anything you think you can add some value to anyone you want yep. to share? You know? I think, I think a, lot of, a lot of people ask me how I get started and how to get started in the industry. One massive thing that I would recommend is literally put a nice suit on, wear your mask these days, mate, do your hair, have a nice haircut, wear cologne, go into an office and literally say to them, hey, looking for a job? Do you have anything that you know would suit me? I'm happy to start from the bottom. People want to start at the top. People want to make four million bucks in a year, but they don't understand that I was on 50 grand for three years prior to that. So I think go into an office, start, ask for the business, ask to, for a job. Don't just go online or text. Physically, if someone came into my office and I was hiring and they said, or someone came into your office and said, Jack, I want a job. This is what I offer. I'm happy to start from the bottom. Teach me. I'll be on your board. Mate, dead set, I'll work hard. I'll go to war every day. There's someone you want. 100%. Not, do, you, do you know why Will I am got the job as a How did you get the job, mate? So I'll, I'll explain the story. He's got his mask on. Looks like Bane from Batman. He does. You reckon? <laughs> Looks badass. So look, I, I put I put a job in there that hates people. So I want to I want to come right. And then to be honest, I sort of got a little bit caught up with other shit. And never wanted to do it. Yep. He messaged me. I reckon every day, every second day. Yeah. I love flamingos. It's my brand. Flamingo Sundays podcast. Yeah, man. I said, mate, look, let's come into the office, have a chat. Yeah. Wore a flamingo shirt <laughs> in to stand out. <laughs> I literally didn't even talk to him. I was like, you sir, have the job. I don't even fucking try to hold a camera. That's fucking sick. So it's like uniqueness. It's like you know how, how unique can you be and how bad do you really want? Be right? out, be out there. Introduce yourself. Get out of your comfort zone and nothing. Nothing good in life ever came from someone being comfortable. If you're outside of the box, if you're you know, asking for business, doing something where you think to yourself, everyone has those moments where someone does something extraordinary and you're like, fuck, that was awesome. Like, man, like what a guy, like respect. Someone who comes in my office, if I'm not hiring, I'll, I'll respectfully say I'm not hiring, but I'll take your number. And if I was impressed, mate, I'll give you a call up in a couple of months if a job becomes available because things happen in business. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. People wanting to get started. You're never too old, you're never too young. Um, get started. Chase your dreams. It sounds cliche, but mate, you know, I always wanted to have my own office, and you know, now I've picked real estate as my my sort of sector. I want it to be the best, and and here we are, continuing it. Not just be good once, be good consistently. That's what I want. So, um, yeah, chase your dreams, go for it, ask people for the business. Mate, I love it. And just before we finish, yes. all guests, I like to give them the opportunity to ask me a question that they yeah. feel is going to add some value to the listeners. Your business, um, mate, starting is exciting. Obviously, there's going to be peaks and troughs along the way. What's your, if you could nail one goal, what's one goal you want to achieve? This year, look, overall, you know, I've got really ambitious goals. Absolutely. But I've broken down into a yearly thing, right? Yeah, man. So the, the biggest thing this year is consistency. Yep. That's it. You know, like I'm, I'm a person that enjoys sort of partying and yeah, enjoying man. life and, you know, Absolutely. you're young and you've, you've got money and all the rest of it. 
you, that all those things are open to you. So, so easy to get distracted with getting on the piss. Yeah. The next day you feel like shit. You don't yeah. pick up the phone. You don't do what you should do. Yeah. So, you know, I looked at my life at the end of last year, the year that was, I had a great year, but I was like, could it have been better? Absolutely. 100% it could have been better. There was so much shit I didn't do when I still had a great year. So I was like, yeah. what's the biggest common denominator in my life? that causes me grief. All yep. the bad shit happens uh, yep. with drinking. Yep, alcohol. That's it. So I was like, okay, well, let's do a year with no piss. You yep. tell people like, are you with no fucking piss? What are you, you yep. going to do? You're not going to drink once. Yep. Australia Day's coming up. You're not going to have a drink. And you're like, look, and it's so easy to go, oh, fuck, you know, it is coming up. Well, maybe we'll have a drink. But it's Mate. like, I look at it and go, what's your why? What's your goal? Okay, yep. I've got ambitious goals. I want to be, you know, as big as Harry Trigger off in the development set. That's my goal. Yeah. And I'll do it. Beautiful. And the thing is, if you've got those goals, your daily habits, if I don't reflect them, then you're talking shit. 100%. You're faking it. You know, you're like, oh, I want to be Harry Trigger, but you get on the piss every weekend, spend your money on dumb shit. Like, it, you don't, it doesn't reflect it. And, and I looked at myself and I'm like, you talk a big game, yep. you're doing well, but you're not doing as well as you need to be doing. Correct. And you, you're essentially lying to yourself. Yep. And, and mate, really, really interesting thing is I went to a conference last night called Landmark. And Landmark is this thing where it's like, it's really undercover. No one really knows about it, but it's like all the things that's happened in your life that you don't know that are in your subconscious, yep. they bring them up. Yeah. You know? So okay. you're like, you know, with like for relationships, for example, you, you have shit relationships. Yep. And you just push it to the side because you do it in another aspect of your life. So yep. it's like, look at like look at the relationships. Why is it wrong? Because you can be successful in all parts of your life. Now let's bring up those things. Yep. You know, you always say you don't trust girls or you don't do this. There's a yep. reason for that. Correct. So and that was my thing. I'm like, okay, so all the things that I think, oh fuck, I just push it to the side. I want to uncover them. I want to be the best person I can be. So I'm going down this path. It's going to be painful. It's going to be shit. Probably tears and all the rest of it. But it's like I want to get all that shit out yeah. and then put your best foot forward. So I think. Fuck. The biggest thing is like if you've got big dreams and big goals, if your actions and your habits don't reflect them on a daily basis, then you're lying to yourself, right? Hundred percent. It's the same thing with you. Hundred percent, mate. Twenty twenty one's a big year for you, mate. Thank I'm excited, you, bro. My Thank man. You. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. My man.